0: Not the show. Show? So now, before I ask each of these boys to whisper their secret, let me say that I know that long after I have retired and I look back on this show, the memory of this secret will always be one of the brightest ones in my whole entire time.
1: Oh, have we got secrets? I'll tell a man that much. Welcome to the Recruitment Whisperers. not the footage yet. Would sizzle. So you're gonna to have to go. The only way I lose his job for mine is if G'day, everyone. Welcome to episode 271 of Not the Footy Show. I'm Warwick Nicholson. Rob Cox is across the screen from me. He's on the YouTube. Mate, the recruitment whispers has been so popular that you've bowed to public demand and uh, you've put your face, you know, back on the back on the tube. What's going on? I don't
0: uh, know, mate. I just, I, I guess, with you. Whinging about it and crying about it, and can we please do YouTube? Uh, we'll keep the sixty people happy that are watching us on that. That's YouTube. what we're
1: after. That's what we're after. This is Recruitment Whisperers number five. It's just been flying. It's been flying so much, mm-hmm. Fox that you are you are really angry with the way Fox Sports are just capitalising on our IP. Yeah,
0: well they they never they've never ever called themselves Transfer Whisperers before, or the Transfer Whisper, and all of a sudden. The week after we come out with uh, recruitment whispers,
1: they're on it. They are. They are. They're using you have our to get IP. St- Straight to the big one, and the big <clears> one, <throat> the big one, the big one. It's <clears throat> not John Bateman to the Tigers. It's not Ruben Garrick no, a- signing with uh. No, Manly. no. no. it's Billy it?
0: Walters extending <laughs> a year at uh, the Broncos. <laughs> Two years.
1: Two years, mate. Two years. Oh, I did. I did oh, enjoy. They There's put a gift. tweet out. They put a tweet out and said uh, Billy Walters he's Brisbane through and through. Yeah, except for the fact he didn't always play for Brisbane and couldn't get a contract at Yeah, except for when his dad wasn't there, they didn't want a
0: bar of him. He was at Melbourne. So he he went to the Storm and the Tigers.
1: Anyway, that's not the big story. The big story is Dylan Brown is now a free agent for 2024. People can talk to him. But I just want to kick off the Dylan Brown linking to everybody because quite frankly, every club should be going after a 22-year-old 5'8". who Mm. actually is good. Uh, I just want to read what his manager told the Telegraph Slash Zero Tackle uh, today or yesterday. He said, uh, once Dylan returns from his break at the World Cup, we will sit down and discuss his future. Uh, as suggested in the media, if other clubs, including the Warriors, Dolphins or Titans, are interested and are wishing to put their position forward to Dylan, then we will sit down and consider all options. There is no doubt that he's happy at Parramatta. Dylan has had a great relationship with everyone at the club and it would take a massive deal to pull him out. The reality is Dylan is a different individual. He walks to the beat of his own drum. Dylan's a cool customer. He isn't getting carried away with the media hype, despite how much I say about him. Sorry, that wasn't part of the deal. Uh, We're parking the contract issue for now, and we'll pick it up again when his football commitments end at the end of the World Cup. Uh, Dylan Brown is absolutely positively for sale to the highest bidder, is it? So I read it, Cocksmith.
0: 100%. Yeah, it's time for a payday. It's time to... uh... You know, count the money or show him the money, as they say. Um, Yeah, and look, I would not be surprised at all if the Dolphins get him, because let's be honest, the Dolphins, you know, with all due respect to the players that they've signed, they don't really have a big signing yet. No, they don't have anyone. You know, they missed out on on a few of them. I think their big, I honestly think their biggest signing to date is the young halfback that they they nicked off of Penrith, (laughs) um, Sullivan, because he was. No, 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 no. The other one, isn't it? The other one that went there. Oh, Katoa. the young
1: fella, the, the guy who's playing 5-8 for Tonga, uh
0: Katoa. Yeah. I, I, look, I, I think there's massive raps on him um from, from juniors uh, all the way up until the moment he signed for Dolphins. I I think um I think in, in a year or so, eighteen months, uh we're gonna be talking about him. But but I think Sullivan was a good signing too, mate. I think it was uh mm. you know, uh, they need it, they need a bit of an old head. Uh, at halfback to begin with, and, and he's pro- proven this year that um, he can he can play uh, with the best of them, really.
1: So the Katoa is a 5'8", which is the interesting part with the Dylan Brown thing, because Dylan Brown's a 5'8". He's not a halfback. Correct. And as Brad Arthur found out, he's not a centre if you've got Jake Arthur playing six instead. Mm. Parramatta can't afford to lose him, but those comments from Chris Orr, who's the manager, are just definitive. It's show me the money, and the dolphins will have that money. Problem is, if they've got Qatar in six, and as you say, it's 18 months away, well, that's that's the time frame for Brown if he joined them. So, would, would the dolphins move aside the young kid because he looks like a 5'8 from what I've seen at the World Cup? He doesn't look like a half. Mm.
0: I think he can play a bit of both, mate. I think he's we okay. he came through the juniors playing both. So, um, I think, um, the, I, look, the reason why the big reason why Penrith let go of him is because they knew that, that for the next five years, at least clearly mm. going to be there. And unless there's an injury or, or, you know, something untoward happens uh, he, he's cemented in that spot. Um, and there wasn't much that Penrith could offer him, you know, they, they can't offer another halfback much more than 200 grand to stay there when they're paying their, their marquee bloke 1.2, 1.3 to stay there. So I think he can play both. Um, and uh, it, it's interesting. It, it, it's interesting. Like, the, the, uh, the Dolphins team haven't signed anyone yet, but there's a lot of interest around it because they haven't signed anyone. They're, people are waiting with a bait of breath that, yep. you know, like, it, 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 what, what's going to happen? Who are they are going to sign? They're going to get someone. We just don't know who yet, you know, and, and Dylan Brown could be
1: the one. Can I just float this name? And it's because we know how this club operates. When the best fish is out there that they haven't already had, they tend to go pretty hard at him. you think of the club I'm talking about? Ah, uh, geez. Uh, 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 Roosters? Mm-hmm. Luke Keery's yeah. off contract at the end of 2024. He's on a big mm. deal. Massive coin. Mm. Uh, 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 yeah,
0: well, it'll clear up some the money that because... Will,
1: yeah, they're the ones that He's probably on... Probably on eight or 900 grand yeah. there, so... Mm-hmm. There's a there's a like for like salary there. If Dylan Brown wants a million, which you probably end up getting, the Roost is the kind of team that can make it happen. They can move on from players. They can move things around. There's there's chat that JWH is going to take an early um, mm-hmm. retirement uh, nest egg over in Catalans. There's another mm-hmm. sort of four to five hundred off the books. It's doable. And this is the 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 frustration slash beauty of a November one new season. You can talk to them twelve months out. Stuff is that. Mm. Poor old Luke Heary is probably sitting there just finishing his world. He's finished his World Cup for Ireland, going. I oh, have a nice off season, and now he's going to be sitting there through speculation about the people who are going to replace him. And I'm not. I'm not. You know, breaking any news here. This is. This is what's going to happen. It's going to be people putting two and two together and going. Keary's out the door, and uh, they're going to go after Dylan Brown with all guns blazing because he's exactly the kind of player that looks like he'd fit next to a Sam Walker. Yeah, well, he's like you say, he's definitely not a halfback.
0: Um, he's more in the Jack White and mold of a 5'8. Um, you know, he's, he's a borderline centre, but he's probably a better six than he is seven, uh, uh, three or four. Yeah. So, um, yeah, mate, that look, I, I didn't really consider the Roosters, although I should have, because like you say, whenever there's a player on the market, they're looking, um, and especially if
1: they're a decent player, which Dylan Brown certainly is. So, 22. Uh, Luke here he's 30. Mm, yeah. Mark it down, kids. Uh, there'll be a lot of side teams that will go after him, but uh, there's two clubs for you, obviously, the um, Dolphins, and I'm going to go with the Roosters as the other one. i him loving the Canberra. It's just not going to happen. The big chant, thing for Canberra is whether they can re-sign uh, Jack Whiten, who also isn't exactly uh, a junior player anymore. Let's get to the other signings that are going around the the place, Cocksmith. and there's a big one mm. that's been uh, not confirmed yet by the player, not by the clubs involved, but... Uh, the Chal 9 mole has pretty good ties to Timmy Sheen, so I'm sure the conversations are already happening or have happened. John Bateman to the West Tigers. I probably am not the best person to talk about this because of what he did to the Raiders. He was outstanding for us on the field. <clears throat> outstanding. Uh, his win percentage with us was 75% in like 29 games in two years. Uh, it's, that's that's transformative. It, it really is. Problem with mm. old Bateman was we paid – um a couple of hundred thousand bucks to get him to play over here for us, then had to pay him a contract. And then the week of the grand final in the first uh, year of his deal, he said, I want a new deal. And Mm. pretty much the only way he would have got away with that is if Canberra won the grand final with the supporters because we sort of went, we're paying them massive anyway. We've done a transfer fee and now you want more cash. He then didn't get a shoulder operation, I think it was, until end of January and then missed the first part of the season. We've covered all this on the footy show before. So I'm probably not the best person to discuss uh, the uh, merits of signing one Jay Bateman, but you haven't got this uh, emotional attachment. Are the Tigers doing the right thing. Well, I think Tigers are doing the right thing in as much as that they're, they're looking for players
0: to make a difference. You know, they're not just trying to not just trying to fill their roster. They're actually looking for players that can be game changers and can make a difference. So I think they are. Uh, the bit that worries me about Bateman is, and I've said this before on the podcast, you know, if you, if you want to know what someone's going to do in the future, look at what they've done in the past. Mm. Uh, and I reckon that's around about 80 to 90% accurate. If, you know, if there's a little life lesson for the folks out there, if you want to know what someone's going to do to you, if you know them, look yeah. at what they've done in the past to people, and, and generally that's what you'll get. So, look, I'm not saying that Bateman will come over here and then ask for an upgrade and then not get a shoulder done until January. But um, but he's done that before and who's to say he's not going to do something similar again? I hope he doesn't um, <laughs> because I think if he comes over and he's fair income, uh, and uh, he plays like he did when he was over here for Canberra, um, I think he'd be a great addition to, to the Tigers Absolutely. team.
1: But the question for the Tigers is, are you willing to burn the transfer fee? Which will be the second big transfer fee that uh, Johnny Booster Bateman has put up for uh, Wigan in the space of three seasons. And do you think he's going to last? He's thirty years old, I think. He signed to a three year yeah. deal. Uh, 20,
0: 29, but it'll be thirty next year. Yeah.
1: He signed to a three year deal. That mean, you are looking at—is he coming back from you know the off season 31, 32 saying I want another three years? Are you going to pay in that? Well, or is yeah, just yeah to I mean, go look, back to England and,
0: <laughs> yeah, and not come back because apparently he's really homesick before. So that's what he said. Um, yeah. So look, I, I'm not sure, mate. It is a risk. Thirty years old for three years. Are you going to get that last year out of him? Hmm. Um you can pretty much guarantee you're gonna get one year out of him. Tim Sheens doesn't care, uh, by the
1: way. He's only in charge for a not. year or two. Yeah. <laughs> he wants, he wants yeah. a good team if you can. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. But um look,
0: I think he's I think he is the right kind of player, whether he personally is the right player, but he's the right kind of player. And I and I understand they're also possibly looking at um
1: Nathan Brown um well, that, and also that was my segue. Calam- Calam- Clemmer and or Frizzell. Do you go Bateman for one, maybe two, maybe three years? Or do you sign Nathan Brown and David Clemmer if you had to go one or the other? Like a combo of those two? uh, Yeah,
0: I'd like to think they can get them all. Mm.
1: I'd like to think they can get them
0: all. If they offload uh, Senior Brooks, um, I think they can get them all for two years. Um, Each, you know, they're going to get Bateman for three, but I, I, I think the other players could Probably come on board for two years, um, because look, Nathan Brown doesn't really have too many options at the moment, yeah. So, I think he's going to be a you know, probably a three hundred thousand dollar player ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and Clem is probably going to be fairly similar, maybe
1: just oh, a little I, bit more. I think he'll get femorals will get paid, he's still in that in that zone because I think he'd go to England if they weren't paying enough money up here in yeah. Australia. But
0: the e- England salary cap isn't that great, and they're only allowed. They're only allowed one or two, is it two imports per team? I'm not sure to be honest. So, where
1: it is, but I did note that Matt Pryor uh, did retire. at rhymes, and he will would have been a decent coin over there. There's another opening, I guess. What I'm saying, you know, overseas mm. in that market. The other name so, that is out there, and we did talk about him two weeks ago, is Tyson Frizzell. I think that would be a mistake because the Tigers, though, I think he's busted. I think. What oh yeah, I, I, think he, is, I think he. I think he might be a little, little yeah. too much done. He can join a contender maybe in that role, but I don't think he's someone you can go and go, you know, be on that edge for two years and, and get value for money. Whereas I think Do if you it, go it? With two forwards like Brown and Clemmer in the middle, that's where they need them. They then really badly. They it edge as well. But I'll, if I had to pick between the two in terms of resetting your club a little bit, if the Tigers were on the verge of maybe challenging for a comp, I'd go Bateman in a heartbeat. I just don't mm. think they're at that stage. And I'd prefer to see yes, throw up the middle with a Brown and Clemmer combo. If I had to choose between the two options,
0: on on Frizell, do, do you bring Frizell? I mean, do you bring Frizell for one year if you can, and get him to, you know, get him to rub off on on because he's a hard worker and he's a pro, um, yeah, you, you know, and he and he has other than other than Newcastle, you know, he he's been a, a bit of a game changer where he's gone before or where he's been before, which he was good at Cronulla. Yeah. Um and, and at St George, you know, he was there probably for a little bit too long. Um, but I, I think all of those players were are, are great additions, you know. because mm. well, you start to think who have the Tigers got, you know, um they got Off and Gower, uh who, who else who else they got from as the far, far as
1: yeah, there as were two big signings. Okay. I do have Sean. So who's Moore. there? Sean Blore's coming oh, back Sean. from a uh, knee Rico, and I liked him, but it's two knee ricos, I think he's had so you can't rely yeah. on him coming back to the player that he was beforehand, or potentially the player he was beforehand. So that's a risk. Potentially, but my yeah. my issue is sure. in signing Frizzell is you get you put a massive roadblock in front of a blaw, and I think that's a I, I don't know if that's worth it. Whereas I think there is openings in the middle with the Browns. Do
0: you, like do you put a do you put a roadblock in front of Blaw, or do you put someone in there who who can show him the ropes a bit more? Maybe someone that can can uh, help him along the way. You know, like that could be a I think next, if Frizzell's contract, next contract will be his last, um, you know, and, and maybe he could um, take on some kind of a mentor role at, at the Tigers, you know,
1: for a year. The other place I thought of for know. Frizzell, but maybe Manly. You know, DC wants to try yeah. and win another comp before he's, before he's finished. Hmm. Anywho, we'll get to Manly and what they've just done as well, which is interesting. But there's another signing for the Tigers. They've signed a Randwick rugby player. I just saw it hit Twitter just a bit earlier uh, called Ben Houston. Okay. Uh, apparently he's a big unit, big lock sort of second row kind of okay. guy who wants to have a yep. crack at rugby league. So a try and trial deal for him. Liam Martin has, uh, by reports, re-signed for a one-year extension with the Panthers. Are you interested about the fact it's only one year? What does that mean to you?
0: Uh, well, it could mean a bunch of things. Uh, look, it could mean that he's waiting for another club to clear the decks a little bit, so mm. that they've got a big slice. It could mean that he just wanted to get uh, that, that it's settled for a year, come back, really consolidate next year and, and you know, look at um, uh, what his options are. Um, but I'd suggest it's probably the former. I think there might be a whisper, and I don't know which club it is, but there might be a whisper where someone has said, look, uh, we'd really like you, but we just can't afford you at the moment. He, there might be a number of clubs that have indicated that they'd really like him. Can't afford him right now. Um, but if they're looking more for the year after, that it could be somewhere in the five,
1: six, seven hundred thousand <laughs> six, range. Bulldogs. <clears throat> uh, Gus is putting the band back together. He wants all, all the Bulldogs, <laughs> all, all the Panther juniors that he had coming through. Next thing you know, Dylan so uh, we- Edwards will be at the Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> so what
0: do what we got there at the moment? Kick out, but um Appy and well even though I don't uh, know. Marnie, Marnie's the, the guy. Marnie, Marnie went to Marnie. It. but but who who out who out of the Penrith team is there? Is it just Burton and Kickow?
1: Uh, I think so because Hedrington's moved on. Yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah maybe maybe he is looking for another couple.
1: Mm. You know? Oh hey if you if you've built it and it's worked, why wouldn't you go after him? Just yeah, saying. Absolutely. Let's get to the big yep. signing for Manly. Uh, I don't get this one, Cocksmith. I don't get the the money. There was no doubt that Ruben Garrick did a, you know, statistically a pretty good job for Manly at fullback, filling in for Tommy Turbo. He did. Yep. He had good run meters, he had a good motor, still kicked his goals. But the fact is, at the back end of last year, what did Manly not do? What did they not do? They didn't win games. And who was at fullback?
0: Well, correct. I don't know if the fullback's going to change that much. To be perfectly fair, well, that's my point, though. Got...
1: If 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 you want the fullback money, which is obviously what he's pushed for, because of his ability to fill in for Tommy, you want the results. There was still Kieran Four in mm. there. DCE was still there. The fact was, the one point one million dollar fullback wasn't. So mm. explain to me this. You got a guy on three to four hundred, probably was what Gary would have been on. And he's your goal-kicking winger. Yeah. They're useful. Yeah. They are useful. But there are some teams that don't need a goal-kicking winger because they've got a goal-kicking mm-hmm. halfback, they've got a goal-kicking fullback, whatever. And he comes to you and he says, oh, I want I want fullback money because I played fullback there for 20 games in the last three years. And you mm-hmm. go, well, no. He goes, I'm going to get my fullback money elsewhere. So he goes and lines up with Knights. And they say, well, yeah. you know, Callum Ponga never plays for us. So yeah, come play fullback for us. We'll pay you your big money. Then he goes back to Manly and they say, well, you Know we probably can't give you big, big fullback money, but i tell you what we'll do we'll give you 600k and we'll play you at center. But you'll be there just in case Tommy doesn't get through the season. Mm-hmm. So you're investing 1.7 million dollars on a winger on the hope that he might be able to fill in for your 1.1 million dollar fullback. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense to me at all, Cocksmith. You can find wingers who can play for 150k, Taylor May at the Panthers. You can find these guys, you don't need to pay. Six hundred thousand bucks to a guy who kicks goals, can't tackle, who's now going to the centres, and uh, is there as a backup for your fullback? Are you paying all the money to it, it? This one does my head in. I don't get it.
0: Yeah, I, I, look, we we did exchange some texts about this during the week, and and uh, and I think I might have said to you that if they're paying more than three or four hundred, then they're paying overs. Um, and if the talk is 600, I think they've definitely paid overs. Uh, because when Tommy comes back, he's not playing fullback. Now, people will argue and say, yeah, but Tommy Tommy's only played 18 games in the last two years or whatever the number is. I can't remember it. But – and you well, you could well be right, but you got to, sometimes you've got to let them players go. Yeah. You've just got to let them go and you've got to fashion another player into that kind of a role. I mean, look, there's another, there's another, another Trubovic that's a, a centre fullback. Um, that you know, maybe that they could have put a little bit more into. I don't They've know. They've got how a fullback option,
1: back up anyway. Cooler. Yeah, that's right. So that's you, they right. Don't so i held yeah, this, this little ace back on my sleeve because I, I don't get it. It's just. Mm. And, you, and you're also yeah. doing one thing that I really hate, Cocksmith, and that's that you're pulling a curtain down on the uh, Morgan Harper Brad Parker Center era, at Manly. <laughs> you don't like that? <laughs> oh, that's the only upside of this whole deal for Manly, is it? Means oh, you do like two, it. One of those two won't be in first grade this year. You wouldn't think. Uh, oh, maybe. I, maybe. I, don't I, don't I be surprised to see. Don't be surprised to see Garrick back on the wing, mate. Oh, telling stunning. you now. So they pay a $600,000 winger. All right. Maybe. And not named Josh Car. Uh, there's a couple other signings for Manly. Cooper Johns is apparently the guy that they've brought in as the backup half in there. I guess if you're not convinced that Josh Schuster is going to end up being fit enough to play 5 eighths, and you've got to leave him in the back row, is this the idea, bringing Cooper Johns? Yeah, look, I, I don't know
0: if Cooper, Cooper Johns is a long-time number six. I, I would have thought that he's, just, he's a seven. Um. Yeah, mate. I, I look. I can't really think of who else they've got there that could play five eight. Maybe Ribbon Garrett can play five eight. Um. <laughs> well, I'm Zach Fulton's sure. also
1: resigned for a couple of years. I don't think he's a five eight. Uh, I he, think he's a lock, isn't he? He's a lock. Sean Kepi for another two. And the other name that was floated—it was a couple of weeks ago—but it's been floated again—is that uh, that Marty to Power contract that uh, money that they have now, having not resigned him my might go to one T. Flegler from the Broncos for 24. Mm. He's on a massive mm. deal at Brisbane. I don't understand why. Because, you know, you match him up against a Payne Haas or a Fafita who were the, his contemporaries coming through and you went, look, he's, he's got some ability, but he's not in their class. But mm. the chat is that he's on massive coin already. I don't know. I, you probably do need something manly up front. But I don't know if Flegler's your dude.
0: Yeah. Look, I think I'm not sure what the money uh, that Marty is on, but these days he's starting most of the games off the bench, um, so he's not really. I don't know how much bang for buck you get out of a bench front rower. Um, I don't think it's the same as a starting front rower. Uh, in saying that, I still think Marty's got something to offer, mm-hmm. and I think I think for a team we spoke about this one or two episodes Last ago. Episode. I think for a team like for a team like the Tigers. Um, he'd probably be good, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm with you a bit. I'm not sure Flegler's the guy. Um, and if they're going to pay him massive dollars, I'm pretty sure, certainly he's not the guy. You know, I, I would have thought that um, someone like Flegler might be on 400 and that would probably be about it. Um, but if it's more than that, well, look, maybe they'll have a, maybe they'll, maybe they can stretch the salary cap. Maybe they've been taking lessons off their
1: neighbours over in the East and they can. <laughs> They can do something. Maybe they have. Uh, this is also the first contract. Well, Garrett contract's the first one post Desi Hasler. And remember, mm. he was the one that controlled that that salary cap over there with an iron. Who's
0: wrist. who's doing who's doing their recruitment now? I mean uh, well, Ford, Tony or Mestrov
1: is the he used to play first grade. I think South and Manly he played for. Uh, yep. Tony Mestrov's the dude who's the CEO over there, so he'd be uh, taking care of business as it were. So they'd be looking to make some splashes for Supercoach Seabold's Do, you, uh, do you Do you think do you think Silvertongue
0: has approved these signings?
1: I hope so. And it'd be mm-hmm. interesting to see whether he had a good relationship with Flegler or not because he barely played him when he was up there. Flegler didn't get has, on the field until after Supercoach Seabold left. Mm. Same.
0: So. Or, or, or has Monsieur Mestrov uh, gone off-piste and uh, just signed whoever the hell he wanted to?
1: Uh, i tell you what. Uh, for Like, like golden honey, those uh, those words, Cocksmith, out of your mouth. Uh, did I mention Billy Walder's two-year deal? I did. And uh, Hayes Perham apparently has got a deal with the Bulldogs, which is interesting. Final thing on recruitment whispers. We'll wrap it up because we've got some World Cup chat to do very, very shortly. The quarterfinals on the way. Don't want to spend much time on this, but. Uh, I'm concerned for one A, Abdo, because there's a news report out today, Cox Smith, that because the collective bargaining agreement has not been signed and there's no confirmation on what the salary cap is for next season, or officially this season now, given that November 1 is the start of the league season, that some uh, big names, and you can pretty much mark down the chairman that are doing this, uh, jumping over Andrew Abdo's head because they believe that he won't do anything or can't do anything without asking... PVL, how high he should jump. Uh, are you concerned about old Abdo's position if this is where it's got to now? Uh, look, if this is true, if this is true, this is quite large because,
0: mm. you know, you would, as a, as a CEO of, of the NRL, um, you know, the, 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 club, the club bosses don't really have anywhere else to go but the CEO. And if that doesn't happen, they've got to be able to speak to somebody. They've got to be able to liaise with somebody that isn't a mid middle management person. So you're looking for the top of the, the tree as far mm-hmm. as the day-to-day running of the NRL goes. And, and if he's unavailable or if he's making himself unavailable because he... And if that's all true, that's big, you know, and, and something needs to be done about that. But unfortunately... Um, if it's true, Abdo Abdo's hands are tied, and then this is where the commission needs to come in and uh, needs to say, uh, "Look, this isn't good. This doesn't look good. Um, it doesn't feel good. So, who's
1: running the show
0: day to day?" Yeah, I got who's a theory. running the show?
1: I got a theory. Go on, hit what me a good theory. Yeah, what has been very very uh, big? That's its clue for you. In uh, the Sydney sporting sphere for the last month or so, what has been big? Big. You're, you're speaking in riddles. Go on. I love a bit of riddle. The Everest. Mm. Pvl's baby. Oh, you think he's been preoccupied? Well, he's part-time Valandis. Mm. He's been busy with his horse racing, and I'm not. I, I'm mm-hmm. not even really being that facetious here. He has been. We've mm. got no CBA. We've got no salary cap for next year. He's been busy. So he's been looking after his main interest, which is horse racing. People, mm. that's his job. That's, that's what he does. And then when mm. he feels like getting his back scratched and do you know, a bit of an itch or do something with the rugby league, he walks into it. And this is why Abdo is in a tough spot. He can't do anything without PBLs okay. That's the, yes. the whole reason that they went with this model was that it allowed PBL to be part-time and Abdo would take care of things as they were going day to day. I want to read you the quote that... Um, Use called Put Out. All right, ready? Yeah. We've gone as far as we can with Andrew Abdo. Somebody has to get to Peter Volandis. The clubs think Andrew can't do any more with the finances unless Peter intervenes. As you say, telling, very telling. Mm. And here's Brian Fletcher, the Panthers CEO, okay? We have budgets to complete and players to sign, so he needs this to be done ASAP. You'd think it was a matter of need that needed a bit of urgency, but it doesn't seem to be getting that. It would be nice to know where we're going.
0: Mm. And look, he, he's got a point, mate. I mean, we're we're now in the transfer window, um, or sorry, well, the, the window where players can negotiate, yeah. but clubs don't know what their their salary cap is. So, right. you know, is the salary cap a million dollars more? Is it half a million dollars more? Is it one point four? And they're big differences, you know. The difference between half a million and 1.4 is two to three players, yep. you know. Or it could be four to five players, depending on what players you're looking for. So, uh, yeah, it, look, Brian Fletcher has definitely got a point there. And, um, you know, uh, you could be onto something as well. It could it could be the fact that uh, Peter Valandis has been busy and, and, you know, sidetracked with his main job. Um, who knows? But But – what I do know is that if they've got someone quoting about it, then it's that, more than one
1: CEO that's that's yelping about this. So there CEOs must be some fact. Yeah, and there's some big ones that be. have some clout over there in clubland. Well, that's the that's the podcast, Cocksmith. Uh, I will say this though: Beautiful. Abdo and PVL they'll have some time on the plane to the World Cup to talk about all the things that need to be done. I'm sure. Although that's if we make <laughs> that's if we make the final mate. <laughs> no, you see whether uh, Abdo ends up the pointy end of the plane or not. Or he just gets messages sent down the the uh, aisleway. <laughs> back to economy <laughs> class. Uh, that's the episode. That's two seventy one. That's the recruitment whispers number five. I've been working, Wilson. That's been Rob Cox. I hope you've enjoyed another walk down the uh, transfer whispers lane. Is that what we're calling it? We're going to change it. You're to change your name and just completely yeah, no. use uh, uh, Fox Sports um, SEO to our advantage. No, sha not be doing that, mate. Uh, where's this theme song I was promised?
0: Yeah, I'm still working on it, mate. Still working. I've been on holidays. I've been on holidays for a week. Noosa. It was lovely. Cool.
1: Uh, we'll find out about yeah. your holidays and uh, the Rugby League World Cup semi uh, quarterfinals, sorry, in the next episode, 272. Take us out, Cocksmith. Talk to you soon, mate. Pepsi. Not the show. You've been sleeping over there. Pepsi.